I lived in Atlanta for really the first 20 years of my adult life. I moved there all the way back in 1997, and um, three of our kids were born there. It's really where I became a man, and in a lot of ways, it's the city I consider home. So I still follow the news there very closely. And this past week, two young boys, teenage boys, were shot and killed. And just a few weeks ago, two other teenage boys were shot and killed, young black boys, sometimes out with their friends, out in the neighborhood, out in the community. And it's devastated Atlanta. But one of the things that I've seen is when I post about these cases that I follow in Atlanta, people all over the country said, Sean, I see that happening in my community, in my neighborhood, where I'm from every other week as well. Like little kids being shot and killed, black boys almost exclusively being shot and killed, victims of gun violence. And I have a few things that I just want us to begin talking about. It's a long conversation that can't be had in just one episode of the podcast today. But what I've always found is that change, good work, almost always begins with smart conversations. Let's talk about it. This is Sean King, and you're listening to The, the, the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. The, 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 the Breakdown. As many of you may know, I have five kids. <laughs> and while we're raising five kids, my wife and I have helped raise, if, I, if my math is right, eight or nine kids. <laughs> we have five kids that we are currently raising. But a parent is who I am first and foremost, more than a journalist. Uh, more than an activist, more than an organizer, more than an entrepreneur, w- whatever you think of me, uh, at the root of who I am is a husband and a father. And I've been a father. I'm, I just glanced down at the calendar here on my computer, you know, in the bottom right hand corner, you can see the date. And I mean, I've been a father for 20 plus years. I've been a father my whole adult life. And I mean, I, I didn't get, I've been a father since I was an undergrad. And I have learned like parents all over the country have learned, like parents all over the world, but I'm particularly talking about black parents in America. It is dangerous out there. And my wife and I, you know, we have four daughters and a son and there were part of us that thought that there would be something not easier about raising daughters not at all but we thought that some of the threats and risk would not be present for them and even that's not true um you know we have we have children in elementary school middle school high school college and just graduated college And what we've learned is no matter how close you keep your kids, there are threats out there that can cause 
dire, drastic consequences when you're not around, when you're not there, when you don't have your eyes on your kids. Like we parent our kids because there are a lot of threats that my family has to face in particular. But we keep a close, close watch on our kids. There are a thousand things we don't let our kids do, don't let our kids go. And I think those decisions, which our kids often hate, those decisions are a small part of why our kids have made it this far. But our kids have faced in their own right you know, tremendous risk and obstacles and challenges. And... um We need to have a real, no, let me, let me even go back a step. We need to have a lot of very frank, very graphic, very upfront, direct, honest conversations, not, not a conversation. We need to have a series of conversations about what it takes to raise black children in America. And we need elders to be a part of that conversation. We need children to be a part of that conversation. We need uh, experts, parents. Uh, We need people who've already been through it. We need victims, families that have lost their kids in all manner of ways to be a part of these conversations. Because what I'm seeing and, and what all of you are seeing is that the violence in this country is so perpetually out of hand, particularly in black communities. And I just want to, I just want to laser focus in on the community that I know and, and where I see the danger the most. The gun violence is so out of hand that in a city like Atlanta, In the same month, they had, in essence, back-to-back weekends where multiple kids, little kids, were shot and killed. And we're seeing this all over the country. I've studied closely the violence in Philadelphia that is, you know, and and to say that it's out of hand is, uh, is an understatement. It's ravaging Philadelphia. It's like setting a bomb off inside of families, inside of schools, inside of communities, inside of blocks, where suddenly you are living your life, and before you know it, your most cherished loved one is shot and killed. And justice is rare. Accountability is rare. And often what families find in Atlanta, in Philadelphia, and in your city, in your state across the country, is that particularly in our black communities, there are very few isolated acts of violence. The violence is cyclical. Person A gets killed, so group B now wants to do something about person A being killed. So they kill, they kill person C. Well, now Group D wants to do something about Person C being killed. And it, and it literally it just continues just like that. These two young boys that were shot and killed in Atlanta this past week, 
um, police have already said that it was over some beef on social media. And immediately, like my kids are on social media. Your kids are probably on social media. And while my wife and I try to limit and monitor it, every time we do monitor and limit it, we realize that it's ugly, ugly as hell. That your kids are seeing, doing, thinking, sharing things that you would not think they would be interested in. And I have four or five gut thoughts that I just want to get out and share right after the break. I'll be right back. I have so many things that I want us to talk about. And and I think I need to find how to create a way for us to have many of these conversations. Like I I think we need to have a lot of long, thorough, emotional, sincere conversations about the risk and challenges and issues that we have to face with raising black children in America. And I'm glad, I'm, I'm nothing but glad that over the past 10 years that we have been able to make sure that parents understand, hear the conversations you have with kids around police violence. Here is what you do if your son or daughter or niece or nephew, here's what you do if your loved one is pulled over by police. Here is how you respond. Here's how you don't respond. And I'm, I'm glad that that conversation is now about as mainstream as that conversation has ever been. But I think we have to, as common as that conversation is, I think we now need to have several other conversations about here is how you solve a conflict at your school. Here is how you solve a conflict on social media. Here is how you address a beef that may be going on that may feel very real and very concerning and may seem like it's a life-changing issue at the moment. Here's how you address that. Son, daughter, here's how you address the presence and prevalence of guns. Here's what you do if you hear somebody has a gun or if someone's going to bring a gun or if somebody offers you a gun. Here is what we let our kids do at night. Here is how we give them space for freedom. Do we just let our kids have phones and say and do whatever they want on the phones? Do we just let them go out on dates, be it at the mall or at the shopping center or just walk around and roam the community whenever we want them to, like just without, without filter? No, can't be that way. Doesn't work, can't work. We have to parent and raise our children where we're all in their business, where we limit a thousand things that they do 
and then make sure that we go out of our way to have them deeply involved in meaningful activities and programs that they love, that capture their attention, that keep them sharp and fit. Idle time is probably the enemy of parenting. Idle time, where kids are left to figure out the world on their own. It's dangerous. And I just want to be clear, I'm not blaming any parent for a shooting that went down in their community. I'm saying that in light of all of these shootings, the grip that we have to have on our kids needs to be tighter and more invasive. We need to be in all of their business. and We need to carefully guide them through their childhood, their adolescence, their teenage years, their young adult lives. We need to guide them through that, sometimes carry them through that. Because our kids are being left with enormous risk on their own. That's not working. That's not working at all. The risks are too severe for the kids to figure this stuff out on their own. People ask, like, is the music a problem? That's, it's a part of the problem. And if you've heard me over the years, you've heard me say that every crisis we face, if it's white supremacy, if it's police violence, if it's gun violence, every crisis we face is always way more complex than people want to accept. And there are really a hundred different factors at play on what makes a community safe and what makes a community quote-unquote dangerous. And in the days and weeks and months ahead, I just want us to have those conversations. I hope you do too. Love and appreciate you all. This, this gun violence in our communities, it is, it's reaching 1980s, early 90s. It has surpassed in many cities, the 1980s and early 90s, gang explosion, drug explosion, like many cities across America this year and last year were the deadliest year years ever in those cities. Like that's what we're facing. And I just need us to keep talking about it and doing something to address it. Love and appreciate all of you. And listen, if you're not yet a member of the North star, go, go now to the northstar.com and become a member today. Take care, everybody. Break it down. I'm Tiffany Hawkins. I'm Alan Boomer. And we are the Momentum Advisors. Every single week, we talk about wealth management, personal finance, and entrepreneurship. We are financial advisors by day. We're entrepreneurs by night. We're building wealth for ourselves, and we want to make sure that you understand how to build wealth in your own family. Tune in for shows like Is Your Money Racist? Retirement Savings, Investment 101. We literally run the gamut on all the things that you need to know about financial wealth, creating a legacy for your family, and really just wealth creation as a whole. What we find is that these conversations are happening, but they're not happening as much as they need to in diverse communities. And so we're bringing a new voice, a new amount of energy, and we want you to tune in. So we bring the tips, we bring the strategy, and we always bring the good news. 
So make sure you tune in every week to the Momentum Advisors. There's something for everyone. Mom.